Welcome back to Work Bestie, the podcast where we talk about everything you would discuss with your work best friend, a guide for 20 and 30 something year old females trying to figure it out and do the best they can. Hey everyone, I have a bit of a word salad type thought process for tonight. So I have been thinking a lot about a lot of different things and I think most of you know, but I've been living in Washington State for the last, tomorrow will be wrapping up my eighth week. I have, after tomorrow, I have five more weeks left of work here and then I'll return to Virginia. So I'm not going to share a ton about that just because I think I'll probably do some like wrap up stuff, but it's been really interesting. I've recorded a few things I haven't posted, um, like three weeks in, five weeks in, and it's just so interesting to see. I re-listened to them tonight, and it's so interesting to see, like, my difference in perspective just even a few weeks apart and how putting yourself out of your comfort zone and really stretching yourself can just lead you to change so much in such a short amount of time. Um... And I was walking back from the gym and I was like, what should, what should we talk about? And the first thing that kind of came to mind was, um, the job that I'm doing. So I'm, you know, a social worker, but I've kind of been put in these different roles while I'm out here and I work within like labor and delivery NICU space and then kind of like med surge COVID oncology adult space which is just literally different ends of the spectrum and such an interesting dichotomy because while you might think that birth and babies and all that is like the beginning of life sometimes it's also the end of life and I helped like a 90 year old man transition to comfort care the other day which is like when you stop focusing on aggressive treatments and start focusing more on comfort and you don't trend numbers anymore and you just you know focus on quality of life and not necessarily length of life and then that kind of leads me to think about like okay so I'm like working with this man and his wife of 69 years and his really involved son and like they were just sharing about their life with me and you know they have multiple children and the wife just said like it's all worth it like everything has been worth it the husband was having a hard time speaking just due to his pain and stuff and she knew exactly what he was saying like just knowing someone so well after 69 years married like gosh most people don't live to 69 let alone be married like just kind of like what's important what are the goals what's the point of it all and I don't know I just think that like your 20s and 30s like just happen so quickly like I blink and I will turn 28 this year and I just think so much about like who do I want to be? What's important to me? And I think another thing that's important about that, like such a huge undershared aspect is like, that's allowed to change and it should change. 
your priorities can change. And I think for me, sometimes I feel like, well, nope, I've made this a priority. Like it's gotta be. And it's like, no, 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 Taylor, like you can change your mind. Like even money with Katie, like when she came on, like her goal is to like retire early and save a million dollars and all this stuff. And she's like, actually, I kind of want to keep working. I just want to do what I want to do. Like it, I just hated my other job and like, I don't want to work for someone else. But the goal, she was like, what I realized is the goal isn't that I want to stop working. It's just, I want to work on what I want to work on. So I just think like you're allowed to pivot and change and normalize changing opinions and plans and thoughts. And like, it's, everything's just in such a fine balance, you know? So it's like, I feel like the disclosures are like, oh, well, you know, try just long enough, but don't try too long and like know exactly when to quit. And I just think there's just no right answer. Like, I just think we just do the best we can. And one quote that has been really helpful for me and like totally changed the way I think about so many things is we're all just doing the best we can with what we know and what we have. And I think once you believe that people are doing the best they can with what they know and what they have, it allows you to have so much grace and empathy and understanding for people and for yourself if you choose to. So all of that's a choice, right? But it's like, even when I work with, you know, like people who use substances, who put other people at risk, whatever the situation is, like, they are doing the best they can with what they know and what they have. Like, and their best might look different day to day, but I truly, like, have internalized this quote, and I truly believe that people don't want to do the worst. Like, I just think people you know, start at different points. Like if you've ever seen that example where it's like, take a step forward if your parents are still married. Take a step backwards if, you know, you had a immediate family member who's been killed. You know, things like that where it's like, we all start at different places, so our best is going to look different. And Like, even for me, when I think about giving myself grace, like, my best is different day to day. Like, today my best looked like being able to go to the gym, but yesterday it didn't. Like, my best was coming home and taking a nap, and that's just the best I could do. And it's such a hard place to be where you're like, hold myself accountable and push myself and, you know, stay committed but we're also living in a global pandemic. Still, we still are. And I also just think life isn't that binary. Like there're just too many nuances and I just want you to like grow and become so in tune with yourself that you know what your best for the day is and you know when you could give more or you know when you've given enough and you know what your body needs and if your body needs rest and that's what's going to make you a better you for the next few days of work or for your days off or for whatever you need like my hope for you is that you just become so 
in tune with yourself and so confident in your decisions and just so at peace knowing that you're doing the best you can, no matter what that looks like. And I think it just allows us to kind of forgive other people too. Like, my parents are great. And it's just, I think as an oldest child, you kind of go through things first. And, you know, when you've never done something before, like when you've never parented before, you just do what you think is right and do what you think is best. And there might be a time later where you're like, hmm, I probably could have done this differently. Or you adjust with other children who are born later. And there've just been some times when I like look at my life and think about things and how they impacted me and from my childhood or adolescence. And I'm like, you know, it just allows me to have a lot of grace for my parents because I know that they always wanted the absolute best for me and that they were always doing the best they could because you just can't know how to do something you haven't done before. Like they can't know how to be a parent. And like, even now they don't know how to be a parent to a 27 year old. They've never done it before. So it's just, I guess I'm just trying to say like, no, if you can internalize that you believe everyone is doing the best they can with what they know and what they have, I think life gets a lot lighter because, and like, another thing is like, how do I know this isn't just a coping mechanism? Like, it could be that too, but I think like the weight is lifted when you just are like, okay, that person who just yelled at me at the grocery store for like getting in their way, like they're just doing the best they can. I'm sure they would rather have not yelled at me. Like it's embarrassing and draws attention and like probably leads other people to be rude to them. Like, I just don't think they're doing that on purpose. Like, I think, you know, in a perfect situation, I'm sure they wouldn't choose to act that way and just believing that for people. Um, I just can't emphasize that phrase enough. And I think also in terms of like people doing the best they can, I read somewhere, I don't remember where it was, or maybe I saw it on like a TikTok or something, but I'm not saying I have childhood trauma, but like, I guess in terms of trauma, like, I think we throw that word around a lot, but I also think there are, it's like a spectrum and there are different levels of traumatic experiences, but Trauma isn't just things that happened to you. It's like things that didn't happen to you or like that you didn't get to experience. So I think about like, um, like maybe like a child who like never had a birthday party or whose parents never came to their sporting events or the kid that never got to like have sleepovers at their house for whatever reason, like never got to host them or, you know, the marriage where the partner doesn't like ever buy them flowers or doesn't ever say they appreciate them like all that takes a toll too so it's not just the things that happen to you but it's also the things that don't happen um 
And I think that gives a lot of space too. just being like, because I've had friends recently who are like, my therapist says this and I just can't identify my trauma. And I just think about like, it's not just the things that happen to you, but it's things you miss out on too. Um, and that is really painful as well. And I've been thinking a lot about the concept of like healing your inner child, if that's something that you're familiar with or like have heard of. But it's like we have parts of ourselves that are still like childlike inside of us and certain things that are core memories and things that, you know, hurt us or encouraged us or whatever, like as children, like distinct memories and like points in time and kind of like plots on the plot points on the timeline and like I just like one example is I remember like we had a camcorder but it was like a a, it wasn't one that like saw the tape it was you could I don't know if we had a computer I don't know you would plug it into something and like download it and I always thought it would be so fun. Like, I always wanted to, like, have a video diary and, like, record myself talking, which is just so funny considering, like, social media and things like that now. But I always just wanted to do that. And for whatever reason, I think my mom, like, thought it was wasteful or something, and she kind of, like, nixed it. Like, maybe the battery or, I don't know, like, waste battery. Um, And, like, since I've been in Washington, I, like, bought a camera and do kind of, like, little video, like journal diaries to myself and just like talk about my day and it's just like something to look back on and this has also got me thinking about like like making memories and taking pictures and just like freezing memories and I think I just see so many people like die like just in my line of work that I just when someone dies there are never enough pictures or never enough videos of their life before like you just are always gonna wish they were there so just being able and once they're gone you can't you know go back and change it so why not just like take the pictures take the videos like I don't know I just if people shame you for like taking pictures or taking videos like don't let it get to you because it's just such a beautiful thing to be able to freeze a moment in time And I wish something else that kind of on the same topic is, like, I wish we were able to see ourselves from other people's perspective. Like, I think that's why I like videos and pictures, because we see ourselves so one-dimensionally. And, like, I have so many, like, friends who are moms who will say that they, like, love the pictures that their, like, toddlers accidentally take of them, like, smiling or holding their other baby, because they get to see themselves in another light. Like, I totally feel like I don't even know what my body looks like because mirrors are so deceiving and it's like one dimensional. Like I just don't, I can't see my whole self. I can't get a good perspective. And I just love like being in the background, like catching myself in the background of videos that I'm watching and being like, oh my gosh, it's like what I look like when I laugh or like how I like interacted with that or my facial expression did this. Like, I just wish we had more opportunities to see that for ourselves Because I think we would give ourselves a lot more grace as well. 
I guess the whole point is grace and kindness to ourselves and also to others and just realizing that we're all just doing the best that we can and that we're all just trying to make it.